0: be here on Sabbath as well, Um, and so we want to encourage you to go ahead and share this message, let your friends know we're here, let your families know that we are back at it again, we are so blessed to be here. Listen, let's just go ahead and get started, we have a lot to cover tonight, um, but as always we want to start off with an opening song, is that all right? can we sing praises unto the Lord tonight, amen, let's go ahead and sing, when we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing. you in the good in a good place this evening amen when we all get to heaven what a day of rejoicing that will be listen um, we are here tonight to continue with this revival we know that god is going to do some great things and it's a blessing that you have chose to spend this time with us tonight um, as always we do like to take our petitions before the lord um, and let god know that first of all that we love him that we appreciate him um, we also want to ask god to forgive us of our sins those shortcomings, those things that we have done that kind of, you know, uh, messed up along the way. Every now and again, we slip, we fall, we stumble. And then we want to just thank God for just being a good God. uh, For just being a loving God, a kind God, a God that loves us in spite of ourselves. And then I know that there are many requests out here in the audience of you who are online. We just ask that you go ahead and type those in. We want to lift those prayers up, um, take those before the Lord. Uh, We also want to remember our Tabernacle of Family uh, praise family. Uh, we want to remember each one. Amen. Um, God is still on the throne and he is still doing great things. Um, and as we learn his truths through the sanctuary, uh, we want to lay all of our petitions at his feet. Um, so at this time, if you can just bow your head with me as we look to the Lord in prayer. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, again, we thank you once again. For allowing us to gather in this place of worship. As always Father, we recognize and we realize that it's nothing that we've done but it's because of your grace and your mercy that we are here today. So we give you all praise, we give you all honor, we give you all glory. We just want to say thank you for loving us. Thank you for laying your life down that we may have life and, and have it more abundant. But Father God, you do so much for us, protecting us from danger, scenes and unseen. You're always there. You're always watching and you're always thank caring for us. And so we say thank you tonight, oh God. Thank you, Jesus, for laying your life down for us. Uh, we owe you this debt of love that we owe and we bless you tonight. Father, we just ask you as we move forward in this prayer time that that, you will ask, that we ask you for forgiveness. And uh, we ask, oh God, that you will forgive us of our sins Ask that you will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And, and Father, just allow your Holy Spirit to do what it do in our lives take total control and to lead us every step of the way. For without you, Father God, we're hopelessly lost. But with you, we are more than conquerors. And so we thank you tonight for loving us. Father, we just want to lift up before you our members here at Tabernacle of Praise at the top. We ask, oh God, that you will walk through each pew, each home you will be with each member, oh God, that you will cover them with your shadow, cover them with your love, cover them with your hands of protection, oh God, let them know that you have them in the palm of your hand. Father, we also want to lift up those that are viewing online that may not be technically a part of this church. Uh, Maybe they're viewing from across seas, maybe in another country or another state, Uh, or maybe Father God, they're just viewing from, from another place. Wherever they're viewing from, Father, we know that, they're, that they are viewing at this time because, because of you. And so it is our prayer that whatever it is that is ailing them, whatever it is that is, that is pressing them this evening, oh God, that you will step in and show yourself strong. Let them know, O oh God, that tonight by them visiting with this time, that spending this time with us tonight was not an accident, but it was designed and it is because of your purpose. Father, I pray, oh God, that when we leave this space tonight, that we will leave here with a newfound love for the things of God. So, Father, we invite you to come and dwell with us. We invite you to come and spend this time with us. Have your way tonight. Speak to us through thy word as we talk through your sanctuary. Have your way, oh God. Do what you do, oh God. Yeah. And we will be ever so mindful to give you all the praise and all the honor and all the glory. In Jesus' name. We just put our hands together and bless the name of the Lord in this house tonight. God is good. We have, come we have into another
1: this song. House. This song says, we have come into this house to gather in his name just to worship him. We have come into this house to gather in his name and worship him, Jesus Christ the Lord. So come on, let's worship him. Yourself. So forget about you concentrate on him and concentrate on him and worship So forget about yourself Christ the Lord. Christ the Lord. Come on everybody, we've come into this house.
0: sanctuary. God is truly good and he is truly amazing. And it's a blessing to be able to continue in this manner as we discuss what's going on in the sanctuary that has been established for you and for me. God, since the beginning of time, has always wanted to have a loving relationship with his creation. God always wanted to spend time Um, with his creation, and so we are just so blessed that God thinks enough of us, amen, that God thinks enough of us to want to spend time with us, to share with us, to uh, uh, speak to us, to not leave us to fend for um, ourselves, and so we're so blessed and honored tonight to be able to continue in our time together as we look into the sanctuary. Now last week when we ended, um, I asked you to do a little homework. Anybody remember what that homework was? Anybody do the homework? Okay, maybe I shouldn't have should ask that question. Uh, because you're looking at me says, uh, "Move forward." Say, "Move forward." Some, somebody say, "Move forward." Move forward. Move forward. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. but guess what? I have the answer. I have the answer for you tonight. Anybody? Anybody? Nobody? Just say, "Move forward." Amen. Well, we're going to move forward um, in the name of Jesus. But I ask you to look, um, do a little homework. We're going to cover that tonight. Um, but tonight we want to just continue on with our topic tonight. Um, I pray that this thing works for me um, so that we can, amen, amen. Let me just, uh, right here, out of, the, out of view. Just, there we go, there we go, there we go. Discovering the sanctuary through scripture is what we're going to look at tonight. Um, everything is going to be Bible-based, amen. But I just want to read a text to you. I um, just want to open up with a text out of the book of Psalms. Amen. The book of Psalms, what we want to look at is simply says here in Psalms 100, it says make a joyful noise, Um, make a joyful shout um, to the Lord, all ye land. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with thanksgiving or with singing. Um, Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and to his courts with praise, be thankful to him, and bless his name, for the Lord is good, amen, he is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations, amen, uh, last week we talked about that God had given us, um, that, that, you know, this ability, or this year, um, amen, this is Something going on with the mic? Amen. Amen. Um, we're going to switch over here. Let me turn this off. Is that better? Amen. So we're probably going to have to fire this. Amen. <laughs> I keep trying to get my hands free, um, but I guess I need to hold something in my hand tonight. Um, but we talked about it before. We said, The Lord, we asked the Lord, He said, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary pure and holy tried and true amen and with thanksgiving i'll be a living sanctuary lord to you and we understand and know amen that god has given us amen this here sanctuary for us to know him and to see him a little bit better but paul puts it this way paul went on to say but the gift of god is eternal we talked about this on last week Amen. In the book of Romans uh, 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 6.23, says, says, um, The wages of sin is death, uh, but the gift of God is eternal life. Amen. Um, we know that sin brings about death. And I know we're looking out here uh, very well maybe preaching to the choir. Uh, but the truth of the matter is, sometimes we as church folk, amen, get caught up in sin. It's as if we uh, feel like we covered or we got it made or, or, or you know, or, or we've done it so long for, you know, that, that done it for so long uh, uh, that, uh, you know, it just doesn't phase us anymore. Uh, uh, you do know that you can do something for so long, amen, that you will become numb to that thing. But Paul here reminds us that although the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God, and that's where we like to pitch our tent at, right there, amen. We want to talk about the gifts of God that brings eternal life, amen, because God is a God of love. God is a God that understands us. Better than we understand ourselves. And so we want to continue on tonight um, as we deal with our study, Amen, as we look deeper into this thing called the sanctuary. Remember what it said in Hebrews 725, wherefore he is able to do what everybody save us from the uttermost, amen. That came unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them, meaning us. So that's what Christ is doing, amen? I know it's a difficult to see up there, amen? Uh, 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 but Christ is forever making intercession for you and for me. That's what he does, amen? He's forever making intercession for us. He's always there doing what he do. Now, the provision for our eternal redemption was made at the cross in the courtyard. Amen. We talked about the courtyard. We're gonna we're gonna go a little bit deeper into those three compartments. Amen. But the but 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 our provision for our eternal life was made at the cross and the courtyard. In other words, the provision is offered to us as He applied His shed blood in the most holy place. So when you look at what Christ did on the cross, as we move to the holy place and the things that took place in there, and as we move on into the most holy place, we see here how. God is redeeming us back to him. Amen. That God is redeeming us back to him. Oh, we're gonna have some issues tonight. Amen. We're having issues tonight. Andre, could you just hit advance for me? Amen. We may have to move it a little closer or amen. 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 We're gonna have we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get it. And so we see here that God has made provisions for us through his sanctuary message. That this is what God does. Now, the sanctuary floor plan uh, uh, we talk about here is the physical structure represented the physical body of the human being. Now, I don't know if you knew that, but we're going to talk a little bit more about that, amen, that the sanctuary model or the, or the, the sanctuary floor Um, which represents, amen, uh, 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 represents our physical body because in the court, we see the complete offering of the body of the Lord God. And we also see in the courtyard his death on the cross. And we also see the representation by the altar of sacrifice. In Psalms, in Psalms 103 verse 12, it simply says, As far as the east is from the west, so far it has he removed our transgressions from us. God has sent that thing from the east to the west they are removed I don't know about you but that's good news because the truth of the matter is, every last one of us in here deserves death. So when we look at the courtyard, we're going we're to break this model down a little bit. We see here that the courtyard, there are at least six pieces of furniture throughout the whole sanctuary, but in the courtyard is where we want to start at, uh, 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 where, where, where we will spend uh, just a little time tonight, uh, uh, this earthly model. Now, we talked about it before. We said it the other night that in heaven, or the heavenly sanctuary, there is no courtyard. In other words, it's in the courtyard where sacrifices take place. It's in the courtyard where death takes place. There will be no death in heaven. Anybody all right with that? There will be no death in heaven. So here in the sanctuary, or in the in the um, courtyard, we see here that this here is a complete offering. Everything that Christ did while He was on earth took place in the courtyard. His burial, Amen. His death, Amen. His is all represented right here in the courtyard. In other words, His burial. There they laid His dead body in a tomb, and it is represented right here at the table. The cutting boards are the, the, the inspection board, if you will, that Ezekiel talked about. And there is the body is laid as the sacrifice on the table. So this is what's taking place in the courtyard. And then his, his, his resurrection is represented by the laver. Amen. The laver is an article of cleansing and purification. So you bring something to it that is soiled or dirty. And when you take it away, it is new, it is clean. And that's the way with the Christian experience in baptism. The old man of sin goes down in the watery grave of baptism. And the new man in Christ Jesus come forth a new creation right here in the courtyard. There are at least three articles, as I said, three areas of the sanctuary represented. Also, the three dimensions of man are of of, of his human body. So let's look at it. We're going to see here that we have an outer court. That's the the holy place in the tabernacle or the first apartment. And then the most holy place of the second apartment or the tabernacle. But we're going to walk through here and see how man is represented in this tabernacle. The holy place, which represents a a, a a part of the of the of the mental, but let's, but let's let me just bag up here. Let me just bag up here a little bit. Let me just bag up here in John 2, 15 and 16, it says, And when he had made a scourge of small cords and drove them all out of the temple uh, 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 and the sheep and the oxen and poured out the changers money and overthrew the tables and said unto them that sold doves. Take these things, hence make not my father's house a house of merchandise. And so like I said before, they were literally in the sanctuary, in the, in the tabernacle, selling. Now, I don't know about you, if that's not a disgrace, I don't know what is. If that's not a slap in God's face, I don't know what is. He spoke to the money changers saying, these things, hence here, he says, get them out of here. You have transformed my father's house into a, den, a house of den, selling, buying, exchanging. No regard to what God has set up to be something to draw us back to him. Like I said before, every step of the way, God has always wanted to have that relationship with his creation that he had at the beginning. But every time we, he turns around, you know, say every time we turn around, you're back at it again. But every time God turns around, we're back at it again. And so God here... He's talking about building, uh, 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 but he had much more in mind than just a building because as Christ was de- was defending his father's house, he wants us to consider this fact right here for it is recorded in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 19. He says know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is your, which is in you, which you have of God. So it's God's house. You are not your own so he says to us don't you know that your body is a representation of the temple it is God's house because you have it of God and you are not your own brothers and sisters I can't make it any clear that you don't belong to yourself but you belong to God he says to you and to me concerning our body, our temple, neither yield ye your members or as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. In other words, what God is saying, he says that, 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 that God belongs, that, 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 that we belong to God. It's God's house. Your members belong to God. Your arms and your legs, they all belong to God. Your members, your arms, your talents, and many other things. So he's saying, don't use these, don't give these, don't yield these as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin. But yield yourself unto God and all of these things, your members as your instruments of righteousness, yield these things to God. So now let's look at the court in detail. Uh, we said that it represents the physical. Well Romans 12:1 affirms that very thing Roman 1, 12 simply says I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that ye present your bodies your physical bodies a living sacrifice holy acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service so God is not asking us to bring animals he's asking us to bring our bodies no more animals Bring your bodies, bring your physical body to me. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for your physical body. Bring it unto me, holy and acceptable, as a living sacrifice. Our bodies are physical, so therefore the court represents the physical dimension of man. And so when we look even into the holy place, there we go. We look into the holy place. We see the table of showbread, the, 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 uh, the uh, candlesticks. Uh, we see the altar of incense. This right here, my brothers and sisters, we find the mind of Christ. And there we see Jesus at the table of showbread. And we hear him say, I am the living bread which come down from heaven. And the bread that I will give you is my flesh. Now he is equating bread with flesh. Let's see what happens when the word "flesh," as we turn from John six fifty-one back to John uh, 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 one fourteen. Let's see what happens here. We see here uh, uh, that it says that and the word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us and we behold him the glory and, and behold his glory and so the symbols of bread flesh and word all represents Jesus. I am the living bread. I am the word. I am the one, Jesus is saying. His name shall be called the word. And according to Revelation 19, 13. Revelation 19, uh, uh, 13 reminds us of that. Remember when Jesus came as a babe? He says that I am the word. He, He said, and the word was made flesh and it dwelt amongst us. The word became flesh. It came as a babe. Then in Revelation, he reminds us, he says that he was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. That's his name, the Word. Jesus understand his name shall be called the word so he is the word but it is represented by the showbread and the table in the holy place. And now over to the altar of incense. The altar of incense. Oh yeah, everything in the sanctuary, we do understand that it represents Jesus, but it also has a representation of the human body and it's physical and it's mental. And so... The altar of incense. We see another dimension. You see, the altar of incense. It represents prayer. The prayers of all the saints uh, that he should offer it. And so Jesus is offering our prayers up on the altar. He's offering our prayers up on the golden altar, which was before the throne. Now the golden altar was the symbol of prayer, but the golden censer that rests on top of the altar is actually what did. The work. Let me go back to my to my slide. I think I had that slide up here. I want you to see how did I get, it. but we'll get to it. The altar of incense, which represents the prayers. Amen. It represents the prayers that God uh, uh, will take before uh, 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 that, that, um, that, that the, should I say, the priest in the, in the tabernacle would take from the holy to the most holy. And he did this once a year on the day of atonement. And so, what is talking about? In other words, what is, what is going on here? What is happening here right now? God understands what we need before we're even in need of it. But then he goes on to say that there is a candlestick. There we are right there. That, That over the golden candlestick, we see here the mind of Christ there because he says, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall have the light of life. Now, that's very interesting concept because, see, the light of life, according to John 1.4, it says, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Meaning that man's life is a possession of light. Man cannot grow. Man cannot bring forth fruit any more than plant life can bring forth nourishment without light. We need light. Remember when I was living in Minnesota, you know, we get, you know, we don't have very much sunlight. And I remember one day in the house, we was feeling a little lethargic and we were all in a place, and then my wife reminded us that you know what? We don't have that much sunlight. We need sunlight, we need light. And Philippians 2 5, I think about the the, the holy place experience. God says, Let this mind be in meaning be, be, be the mind of Christ, be in you, which was also. In Christ Jesus. So Jesus is represented by the light. You see, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in darkness, but the darkness has not overcome it. We need light, and Jesus is represented as light in the sanctuary. Our physical, our mental is represented in the sanctuary. Jesus understands. He said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Christ knew exactly what he was doing when he gave us this sanctuary model when he told us that I need a tabernacle I need something where I can come and spend time with you not just for show not just something that we do but this is something that I need because I want to have a relationship with you and the truth of the matter is my brothers and sisters, it oh how easy, how, how we don't realize just how much we need God you see God is the God of creation he's the god of the universe and you would think that he don't need us but God said no I need you I need you because I need you just as much and just as bad as you need me you would think that God would be okay just by himself but when you understand the nature of God that is not God's nature to be by himself so, God understands what we need. So, here in the most holy place, we see here that God uses this model. To help us, God uses this mind. He said, let this mind be in you. That mind we can have even right now. This is not something that was in the past, but this is something that we can have right now. It is not saying, let this mind be in you, which is in Christ Jesus, because he is God now. No, no, no. He is in heaven right now. There is no way that we can have that mind in us right now. What he is saying here is that let this mind be in you, which was already. Also in Christ Jesus, as He walked on earth, as He lived on earth, that mind we need to have. That mind we can have right now. And so, as the altar of incense, uh, uh, here uh, uh, He intercedes. So we are told in First uh, uh, Thessalonians five seven, uh, 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 He intercedes right here at the altar of incense. And it's at this point right here where the prayers are being lifted up, where the prayers are being offered up. In other words, pray like you are like 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 it's your last breath. That's what we're called to do pray without ceasing and everything give thanks for this is the will of god in christ jesus concerning you and me that we ought to pray non-stop pray like it's your last pray as if your life as if your life depends on it cause it really does in other words he is saying that we ought to pray like you breathe every breath you take ought to be a prayer a prayer breath Don't let it come uh, to an end. Why? Because, well, because prayer is the breath of our soul. And then he goes on to say that in everything give thanks. It doesn't say uh, for everything give thanks, uh, because sometimes we want to say that we ought to give thanks for everything. No, 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 no. It says give thanks in everything, because if we gave thanks for everything, there are some things you won't give thanks for. You will only give thanks to those things that, that, that was pleasing to you or made you feel good. But then when those hard moments come, when those rough days come, amen, because uh, uh, the text says give thanks for or in, uh, uh, no, we give thanks in everything. Whatever happens, we give God thanks. We give him praise. So in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God concerning you and concerning me and that at the candlestick is where he says i am the light it's there he lets us know that he's the light and so now we're going to go on into the most holy we're going to go on into the most holy because it's in the most holy amen uh, where where the work uh, where where we see the ministry of Christ taking place today? Uh, uh, that's where He's at today, Amen. He and, and and inside we see the Ark of the Covenant, and and, and in Hebrews in Hebrews chapter chapter nine, uh, verse twenty four, it simply says, uh, "For Christ." has entered into the holy place made with hands. Amen? Christ is not entered, should I say, into the holy place made with hands, which are figures of the true. In other words, but into the heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. So he has not entered into the place made with hands. But he's entering into the holy place. Amen. God understood that that's the critically important part for us to understand that he is not in holy places made with hands. He's not in a temple. He's never has been in any earthly temple as far as ruling and ministering as the high priest. I want to make that clear. He is not in any earthly sanctuary functioning as a high priest. He is he, and, and, and the truth of the matter is he, he, he never will be he will never come to this earth to minister in an earthly sanctuary for in Hebrews 8 uh, 4 we read uh, uh, for if he were on earth he should not be a priest seeing there are priests that offer gifts according to the law but I love I love the way, It says here in Hebrew, uh, uh, chapter 9, verse 11, it says, But Christ, being, uh, uh, being come a high priest of good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands. That is to say, not of this earthly building. Neither by the blood of goats or calves, but by his own blood, he enter into the holy place, having obtained a provision of eternal redemption for us. And so there it is very clear that he is ministering in the most holy place. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Because he understands what we need before we're in need of it. He understands exactly what is taking place. He understands exactly where we are in our walk with him. He understands who's, who's on, on level one, who's on level two, who's on level three. He understands exactly where we are as it relates to this kingdom. And then he goes on to say here in Hebrews, he says, not through the blood of goats and calves, but through his own blood. There was no sacrifice of animals that could have taken place. There was no sacrifice of any animals that could have that, that could have um, happened that would have been able to save you and me. but it was because of the blood of Jesus Christ. His blood and his blood alone, his blood alone was the only way that he was able to enter into uh, uh, the holy place to minister on our behalf. It was no other way. I think I started out this here series asking, you know, uh, sharing with you my dilemma. Uh, One day asking God, uh, could there have been some other way than the death of your son? Out of all the wisdom and all of your knowledge, God, out of all of, 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 of knowing everything, you mean that this was the only way. I, I, I just can't phantom that there was no other way. This was the only way that Christ was able to redeem you and me back to himself. It says, for uh, which he had a golden censer and the Ark of the Covenant uh, 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 overlaid round about with gold, wherein was the golden pot that had manna. We're talking about at this, this scripture right here is referring to the most holy. Christ has gone into the most holy to minister to you and to me therefore he is also able to save them uh, uh, to the uttermost uh, uh, that to, that 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 came unto god by him seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them Christ is making intercession for you and for me. And I'm so glad that somebody prayed for me, had me on their mind, took the time to pray for me. I'm so glad that Christ is ministering on my behalf. He came, he died, and he went through the steps He understands our physical needs. He understands our mental needs. And as we move into the most holy, now we see man's spiritual needs. So the courtyard represents our physical. The holy represents our mental. And the most holy represents our spiritual. Throughout the sanctuary. So the question that I asked you of how many nails were used at Calvary. Many folk would say that there were only three nails. One in uh, in each hand and the other in his foot. But the sanctuary, the scriptures show us that there were really four nails. Because first of all, his character was assassinated by a nail. Well, what do you mean? I understand. Uh, 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 well, 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 if you remember, up over his head, Pilate had placed a plate up there and it said, This is Jesus of Nazareth, king of the Jews but they drove a nail through it to secure it to the cross they secured it to the cross in other words what was taking place here uh, 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 we see here uh, 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 that uh, 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 this is Jesus Uh, 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 Jesus character was assassinated right there on the cross they drove a nail through it to secure it. This right here symbolizes Jesus's character. Nail number one, nail number two it, 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 it is that it, it is at the left hand where his hand of humanity was steeled by a nail. He was always doing good, reaching out to sinners, reaching out to those who were in need. uh, uh, and, and, And a nail steeled his hand of humanity. They nailed him in the left hand. And his hand of divinity was torn by a nail also. And while he was reaching out to man, while he was reaching out to man, a uh, uh, connecting between God and man, between earth and heaven, and then his feet received a nail. God and man were pierced by a nail, and this, my brothers and sisters, is the fourth nail. So, my brothers and sisters, we understand and we realize that everything that God does throughout the sanctuary, it is to draw us closer to him. Jesus says, I am the way. This, my brothers and sisters, is justification right here. Jesus says, I am the way. This is justification. He says no man can come to the Father but by me. He said, I am the way. I am the truth, my brothers and sisters. This right here is sanctification. Christ understands exactly what is going on. He sees everything that is unfolding, and while he understands man's physical, while he understands man's mental, while he understands our need for salvation, our, our, our our um our spiritual. He also reminds us that he is the way that's our justification. He is our truth that is our sanctification. And he says, I am your life. This is our glorification. This is what we're looking for at the end of it all. Christ redeeming us. He says, come unto me, all ye who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. This is where we bring our confessions at, in the sanctuary, in the the courtyard. He said, you confess, you forgive, and then it's in the most holy place where your sins are forgiven. Every piece of furniture. Every piece of furniture has significance in this, in the sanctuary. Everything God understands exactly what we need before we are in need of it. And while he laid the sanctuary out, he also was laying out the provision of the cross. He was simply saying by looking at the furniture and its construction within the sanctuary was telling the children of Israel way back then of a Christ that was going to come and take away the sins of the world, if they just followed the example that was laid before them, everything was laid out for them. And just like it was laid out for them, my brothers and sisters, it's laid out for you and it's laid out for me because one day Christ will come back. He will step outside of the most holy. He will lay it all down uh, this time when he lay it down. It's going to be for good. He said, I'm coming to take my people. I'm coming to bring you back. I've always wanted, I never stopped. Just because you changed, don't mean I changed. Just because you messed up, don't mean that I've messed up. Just because you went the wrong way, don't mean I'm going the wrong way. But Christ is saying, just because you've done it that way, I'm going to help you to get back on the right track. I just want to help you get back to a place of safety. I just want to help you to get back to a place of covering, a place where you can now live your life Free of all the cares, free of all the worries, and free of all the issues. I know in this body that we're in now, in this physical body that we're in now, as much as we try not to worry, as much as we try not to become frustrated, as much as we try not to become burdened down, it's just something about being down here that is keeping us in a place. But even when Christ says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, this is how we make it over. This is how we make it through. And my brothers and sisters, without the mind of Christ, Without the mind of Christ, it's hard to live in a world where everybody's doing their own things. Without the mind of Christ, it's hard to keep your mind in perfect peace without the mind of Christ. You see, without the mind of Christ, it's hard to focus. It's hard to get up and study like you do, or like you should without the mind of Christ. Without the mind of Christ, it's hard for you to stay focused on the things of God without the mind of Christ. That's why he said, let it be, in you. You have a choice. You have a choice. Let this mind be in you. Christ always wanted, always wanted, always wanted to have that relationship with you and with me. The sanctuary was set up so that we will understand God's plan for, of, of salvation for our lives my brothers and sisters as i wrap this up we have drifted we have drifted away from what god had intended for us we had drifted away that's why god said you know what moses let me uh, build me a sanctuary because my people are drifting away maybe this will help them get back in the order if you build a sanctuary and they're able to see with their own eyes how I am redeeming them back to me if they're able to get something tangible if they're able to get something visible something that they can see if they're able to put their hands on it if they're able if, if they were if, if, if they would be able to enter into uh, 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 the whole act of salvation if they're are able to play it out with me if they're able to kill the animal and and actually sacrifice the animal if they're able to just go into the holy and the mo if they're able to play it out then maybe they'll understand maybe they'll be able to see but the truth of the matter is my brothers and sisters they didn't get it and so God said, let me send my son Jesus down here maybe if he walk with him maybe if he talked with him maybe If he spent a little time with them, then they'll get it right. And my brothers and sisters, the truth of the matter is, we didn't get it right. And so he said, well, maybe if I send my Holy Spirit down here to dwell with each and every one of them, because when Jesus was here, he was limited geographically. He couldn't be everywhere at the same time. So he said, if I send my Spirit down here, then maybe, just maybe, they'll be able... Able to get it right maybe just maybe they'll be able to live a life that is pleasing in my sight but the truth of the matter is brothers and sisters we still don't get it right but one day he that shall come will come and will not tarry one day he's gonna step outside of the most holy and he's gonna clean it all up once and for all and we won't have to worry about it anymore maybe just maybe Maybe, just maybe, there is somebody here that need to get it right with God. Maybe, just maybe, there is somebody viewing this online that need to get it right with God. I just want to encourage you tonight to make your calling and election sure. Because maybe, just maybe, it's going to be behind us because one day, maybe, it's going to be he has come. One day there will be no more maybes. One day there will be no more shoulda wouldas or couldas. One day the he that shall come will the holy let the holy be holy. He that is holy let him be holy. He that is filthy let him be filthy. He that is in their sins let them be in their sins because enough is enough. God has laid this message out for you and for me so that we can understand the seriousness of what God is doing in, your, in our lives. God laid this message out so that we will understand that this is not a plaything. So I don't know about you, but I want to be ready when he comes. I, I, I don't know about you, but I want to live and the earth made new. I I don't know about you, but I want Jesus to look at me and say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You, my son, has been faithful over a few things. Come on up here. Come on, come on up here. Come on up a little bit higher. And boy, let me tell you something, I'm going to step. Oh yes, I'm going to step. I'm going to step about like I skate. Come on, somebody. I'm going to step on up a little bit higher. I'm going to be so happy and so proud because my Jesus recognizes me. My Jesus recognizes me. Father God, again, we thank you once again for allowing us to experience you in a very powerful and in a very real way. We thank you, Father, for the truths of your sanctuary. Father, how you clean, clean us and how you hold us and how you walk us through every step of the way, our physical, our mental, and even our spiritual, all laid out in the sanctuary. How you clean us up, oh God. How you justified us even when we didn't deserve it. You cleaned us up and then you sanctified us gave us a new walk gave us a new talk now when people see us they wonder how is it that you're able to smile with all the stuff that's going on and that's because we're working towards that day of glorification and so father thank you again for what has happened here tonight bring us back again where we may continue to worship you in spirit and in truth in jesus name we pray Let the people of God say amen and amen again. Amen. God is good and all the time. Amen. It is indeed a blessing to be here. We thank you so much for joining in. Thank you so much for viewing us online. Listen, if you want to leave a donation, a love gift, a offering, we have our deacon by the door who is standing there to receive those gifts. Again, we thank you so much for what you've done what you're doing. Um, We just give God all praise, honor, and glory. Listen, join us again tomorrow at seven o'clock where we'll be here to continue our discussion with the sanctuary. God bless you and have a wonderful evening. Take care.